0: What's up, you guys? Welcome to the May 1st edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to preview two what should be very fun series with the Rocket Spurs, Cavs, Raptors. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty pumped for the Rocket Spurs series. So let's start with that. Uh, Kawhi Leonard... More Kawhi Leonard. Uh, we're going to probably get, we saw 38 minutes per game of Kawhi Leonard. His fourth quarters have been just insane, um, which is really kind of what I want to start with is, I mean, we, we saw that one where he had his final 16 points against the Grizzlies and he really just buried them them uh, single-handedly. We saw the whole robot talk. It, it was just Kawhi being Kawhi. Uh, His usage rate actually didn't really go up much in the 4th, but it was more about the efficiency. Uh, Flirting with like 84.3 true shooting uh, was his efficiency in the 4th, which, yeah, that speaks for itself. Um, But yeah, as I kind of hinted at, he gets a 4.3 minute increase in overall. So you're looking at, we're probably going to get 39 minutes out of Kawhi Leonard. Uh, So on the flip side of that, you would think that Trevor Ariza is out there, uh, and a good stat of the 152 minutes they played earlier the season, uh, Ariza was on the court for 140 of those, so you would expect a similar kind of plan for D'Antoni. Uh, it was only a plus point six with Ariza versus Kawhi. So that's the plan. We'll talk about Ariza in a second, but I also want to talk about Tony Parker, who really, I mean... If not for Kawhi, it, it was Tony Parker just going off. I uh, had a, a really nice usage rate bump in, in the in the second uh, in the in the playoffs. Excuse me, uh, twenty seven point five usage rate, which is way higher than his twenty point seven. And then also the other big set of note was fifty percent. He was open on his shots versus forty two percent during the season. Twenty nine percent of his plays were spot up, so he was more of a Shooting guard, quote-unquote, which, again, chalked it up to Kawhi. Uh, And also more two-guard lineups with Patty Mills and some post-passing. So, I think Tony Parker, besides that one goose egg he had, he was really on. So, I think he's definitely going to be a big factor in this series. Uh, David Lee, I think, may take a hit. We saw him kind of thrive in that first series against Memphis with the low post defense. But you would think... Dwayne Dedman's mobility and the way he covers the pick and roll and also just he's just a better defender period Um, with the way they're going to run the one five pick and roll with Harden and Capella and Nene we'll talk about uh, you would think that he's in the mix there so keep an eye out for that it's pretty much the point for DFS wise is okay cool be careful with David Lee after he was kind of coming on. Uh so Aldrich, massive fourth quarter dip in usage rate he went 13.3% down in the fourth quarter in the playoffs. Uh he really just it was just a Kawhi show uh and Parker show. And actually Danny Green's usage rate was up quite a bit in the fourth as well. So I don't know. I feel like Lamarcus is going to be a bigger factor uh for For this series. Uh, We'll talk about his DFS price. So I don't hate him. He's going to play. He's going to be out there a lot. He does have the mobility to cover Ryan Anderson. He can also cover low post. So you would think that with the minutes increase, uh, which he did get in the playoffs, he saw a minutes increase of just 4.9 minutes. So him and Kawhi are going to be big time staples in the rotations and stuff. As apparently... Green. Danny Green. Green's minutes were actually down, so uh, I like I like the Marcus a little bit to be a factor in this series. And who else? Uh, Ginobili. His minutes were down in the playoffs, but he was a little dinged up. Other stuff. So I think he'll be a little bit more of a bigger factor. Uh, he did play well, so take that for how you like. And then also, the Spurs were actually pretty healthy for this season series. We saw Pal Gasol miss a bunch of games for that hand injury for the hurt, the injury on the layup. Um, but he actually played in all those. Uh, he played uh, 11 minutes per game in the first half. So he's looking at, I think he is going to be all right. Um, we saw Gasol, he's kind of a detriment to low post defense. So against Memphis, I mean, it's such a different matchup. And Pop kind of hinted at this when they. Knocked out the Grizzlies. You're going from a team that lives inside. Marcus Gasol was getting like 15 elbow touches per game. Just on the elbow. Which was by far the first for the first like four or five games of the series. To a team that, as I said, was living and dying off that pick and roll. And they're going to do that again. So you would think that Gasol may be a bigger factor. So I would kind of think he increases a little bit. He's actually kind of cheap. Talking about DFS prices soon. Um, but yeah, I think he's going to be a factor. Ginobili's probably looking at about 22, 23 minutes. I'm, I'm curious to see if they roll with the Patty Mills Parker lineups as, mu- as much as they did. During the season, Parker missed one of those games. So we saw Mills play 14 minutes in the first half against the Rockets. He's probably looking at 23, 24 minutes again uh, in this series. Uh, Again, it's all about three-point defense, and the Spurs do it as well as anyone uh, to defend the perimeter. They actually held the Rockets really within check on three-pointers the whole series against them. So I expect him to be uh, a factor with with that combination. Uh, Who else? Uh, Danny Green. Uh, As we say, and I wish Dr. A was on here to to bash Danny Green, but he's going to be good. He had two really good defensive games. I expect him to be out there his minutes were actually down but his usage rate as I said was up in, late in the game so he's a guy that I would keep an eye on uh, he's definitely a viable punt he's a bit like Thon Maker and these guys that just get minutes and start and all that but they don't really produce much but they have their bright spots uh, that's pretty much what he is okay so I think we're good on the Spurs side so moving to the Rockets not much here. Uh, the the one big stat that I noticed, and I talked about Trevor Ariza against Kawhi, he disappeared uh, on the offense. He had a 1.1 usage rate in the fourth quarter during the playoffs against OKC. He was strictly no-and-D. He wasn't a 3-and-D guy. He just didn't do anything. Uh, I mean, 1.1 usage rate is... is Mind-boggling, seriously, for the amount of playing time he got in that time frame. Uh, his minutes, again, they were up. 3.3 minutes. So I I look at him, and I, I think he's going to be a bigger factor. Uh, he, as I said, they're going to put him on Kawhi as much as they can. I think Kawhi is going to play 38, 39 minutes. So I would expect Reza to be out there as much as possible. So Reese is going to be a, a, a major influence on this series. Uh, yes, you talk about Harden, obviously. And Kawhi, obviously. So, uh, I think Ariza is the X factor of this series on how well he plays defense, how well he hits the three. I expect his usage rate to come up. Overall, it was minus 5.5 from regular season. He was strictly defense uh, against the Grizzlies. And again, the perimeter is more important. And Ariza is a plus perimeter defender. So, keep an eye out for how he affects this series. I think he's actually a good DFS play. Because um, because you know he's going to get minutes, and we've seen Ariza go off. Um, especially you season long fantasy owners will know that uh, Ariza can ball out when he's when he's rolling. Okay, so James Harden, he is he's going to feast. Uh, I don't care about the Spurs defense and all that. He's gone off before. He'll go off again and again, like Wu Tang again and again. Yeah. Uh, so fire him up, man. I don't care. Harden's going to just He'll have, I'm pretty sure he'll have a 50-point game in this series. Uh, whether it's tonight, I don't know. But he's 12-8. And that's a bargain. <laughs> he's going to play. this. I expect the series to be close really throughout. So, um, yeah. Fire him up, man. Eat those six turnovers or whatever he'll do in the playoffs and just roll him out there. I expect him to be the highest scoring guy for fantasy in the playoffs. Um, yeah, Love LeBron. Talk about him. Hard on the be beast. So, Nene, he is also a factor here. He had a 4.1 minutes increase in the playoffs. He was good. He was really good. Uh, especially against Memphis, again, with the kind of 18 feet in offense that the Memphis was running versus what will be a 23 feet out offense that the, the Rockets are going to, I'm sorry, the Spurs are going to run. So I think he'll be all right. Uh, I think he's a good value for DFS. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about prices and everything. He's only five two. It's solid uh, versus Quinn Capello, who's six thousand. Uh, Capello's minutes also went up. He was at one point seven. They're they're not going to run two center lamps, especially against Houston. But I think Capello's uh, a good a uh, good guy against the Spurs. Rim protection is key. And switching on Kawhi, Capel could probably do that better than Nene. So I don't, I don't expect Nene to get a 4.1 increase. It'll probably be like, call it two. So you're looking at like 23-ish minutes for probably like a 25-23 split uh, up the middle for the one spot. Uh, Lou Williams also had a, tw- a three-minute increase in the postseason. They're gonna run that lineup a lot. We'll see what Decker does. Decker probably won't influence them much, considering the success they had in the first round I would expect a lot of small ball items again uh, and we'll see what the Spurs do they're, they're probably going to slow down the pace of the series um, I mean against Memphis it was just so slow and the pace of the Rockets Spurs series was 98.4 which is about 10 possessions faster than what the Spurs were doing in the first round so it'll be around 100 which is fine so you're going to get a lot of value uh, for for these guys. Who else? Uh, Pat Beverly. His minutes were actually down in the postseason, uh, just by two minutes per game. Uh, usage rate was up though. Six minute, six percent usage rate bump. Sorry, I'm having trouble talking today. So is going to be big, especially if Parker's playing out there. You'd expect Beverly to get good minutes. He's fairly healthy. Again, his offense has really been the uptick that first game of the series. He was incredible. So I like Beverly in this series. Okay, so I think we're good there. Uh, so we'll move to the Raptors and Cavs series. Uh, again, these teams were pretty healthy. Debrozen missed one game in this series at 37 minutes per game. Kyle Lowry played in all four, and this is probably my favorite stat. Kyle Lowry had a 4.7 net rating in the season series, so they were a winning team against the Cavs during the year and at about a hundred pace. So both these series, I expect them to be about hundred pace, pretty similar. Pretty similar scoring. You look at the Vegas over-unders and they're pretty similar. Uh, you, the sur- the Spurs are at 214, um, which is more of a Rockets bump. I mean, how often do you see Spurs at 214? Very rare, right? Uh, 209 over-under for Cleveland. So yeah, you're going to probably look at around 210 over-under for each of these two matchups. Pretty much night in, night out. Because um, I think that they're... Raptors are going to try to push it more. They have a pretty good offense, especially with their three-point shooting and all that. Okay, so let me talk about Norm. Norm was the hero. Kyle Lowry himself said he's the difference maker for the series. Where does he fit in? Uh, I'm just going to switch the gears and say P.J. Tucker is... He's going to be huge. Um, That's why they traded for him, right? That's why why they got him. They want him out there on LeBron. Um, Norm was a DMPCD, and earlier, DeRozan was out for one game, so that's why his stats are a little bit inflated. His stats, meaning Norman Powell, he played 23 minutes per game in three games, but again, Carroll missed the game, DeRozan missed the game, that's why his minutes were up. So, factoring in that, you're looking at, based on the season numbers, like 17 plus a 0. So, I don't know. Um, Casey, one tip is lineup, uh, I don't I don't know, man. I don't know if I could trust Norm in, in the first round. Uh his price DFS wise has gone up to four three. I still think that's okay. I'd probably need to hear he's starting. He's gonna play. We know that. Uh he was again, you can't play that well and just get straight bumps, so yeah, he's still in play. Because the first round when he started, we were using Norm. Like, the number. he was like the number one guy to use. So now it's like not quite as clear. Uh, to quote Julian Casey, he said, quote, he's got to be Norm, do what he does. So they're going to use him. It's just a matter of where they use him. I don't buy that as a smokescreen like some other coaches do. So Norm would be Norm. I... I I'm a Kyle Lowry guy through and through and I'm expecting a big Kyle Lowry series. He goes up from a a tougher matchup to one of the best matchups against Kyrie. Usage rate was down in the first round. It's going to probably be back up. His minutes were still there in the first round. His shot was off. All this time off. I think that Lowry at a very reasonably priced 8,600 looks really good. I mean, compared to Kyrie's 9,000, I think he's probably the strongest play of the day. DeRozan, I don't know. I mean, compared to Harden's 12,8, pro- I think Harden's a better value. But DeRozan at 8,5 is pretty good. Uh, so I think he's if you, if you can squeeze him in there, sure. But if you can't, I'm already leaving him out there. Uh, who else? Okay, so let's talk about Jonas Valachunas again. They eliminated the surge valachunas lineups once they made that lineup switch with Norm. They basically made JV a straight center too. So does that change? It might. I mean, obviously, rim protection against LeBron and those guys is kind of key. So at 4.9, I don't think he's that bad of a price guy to use. I mean, we'll talk about prices in a second. Okay, so as I said, P.J. Tucker, DFS price is delicious Um, at 3.1. I think he's almost a must play uh, for that value to get. If you're going to play guys like Kawhi and Lowry and Harden, you're going to have to punt pretty much everywhere else. I think he's definitely in play there. All right, let's talk some Surge Protector. Uh, again straight center I think they're going to roll with that again I don't know if they're going to do it exclusively like they did last time but that'll definitely be a staple in their rotation uh, I think that that was the big switch props to Dwayne Casey for doing so and also props to Brad Stevens shout out for Joe Green man although I will add they started 16 nothing in the hole and then they checked in Marcus Smart right there and turned, this, turned the game around uh, shout out to Isaiah Thomas as well, man. Uh, missing a front tooth and still balling out, man. It's my boy, Pizza Guy for life, man. <laughs> so it's, that's we'll talk about that series, I'm sure ad nauseum. Anyways, back on surge, six three DFS. That's pretty good. Uh, you're gonna have a tough time. I think he's a better value than the is says. Uh, the minutes should be similar. Again, I think he's going to play a little bit of power forward. It won't be straight center one for Serge like he was in the last three games of the series against the Bucks. So, Serge looks good. Who else? Uh, I think we've got pretty much everyone. So, moving to the Cavs, not much to digest for how they handled things in the playoffs. Uh, LeBron played 44 minutes in in this series. And then also, I want to mention, Kyrie Irving was really not that great. And I thought to, to sweep a team as the starting point guard and have a minus 3.9 net rating is stunning. Uh, and that really just goes to show you what's, what's up with the Cavs. They don't have a good rhythm offensively and def- more so defensively. Um, they have 112 net, uh, defensive rating against the Pacers, who they're not exactly the strongest offensive team Against a team like the Raptors, who, when they're hot, they're the hot, arguably, they, they were the hottest team ever earlier in the season because of that Lowry, Terrence Ross, Bebe Bay Bay lineup that they were rolling out there. Shout out to Terrence Ross in Orlando and Bebe. Bay Bay. I haven't talked about him in a while, man. I miss talking about Bebe. Bay Bay. There's uh, our Bay. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll see. I I like Kyrie, man. I mean, Kyrie's going to have his moments. I don't like him. As I said, I think Lowry's a better value for DFS. J.R. Smith, uh, he's going to play a lot of defense against the Rosen. So, you look at him as a possible punt. uh, He's very much hit or miss. He's only 3,600. So, you stack him up against guys like Manu and those guys. Looks pretty good. I mean, he looks like a strong play. Okay, so I think we're ready to go into positions. Uh, Tristan Thompson also is going to play a lot of minutes. Um, We know the deal. LeBron's LeBron. I don't really need to break him down very much. Uh, He's going to have pretty decent usage. Uh, But with LeBron, it's more about everything else that he's going to do with the assists and boards. He'll have probably two or three triple doubles in this series. LeBron's going to just beast. Okay. So let's get to positions for doing straight DFS talk here. Uh, I, I like Lowry a lot, man. I think Lowry's going to go crazy today. Uh, Parker at 5,000 is pretty good. Um, Beverly at 5'4. I think I would play Parker at 5, uh, which is, sounds kind of crazy considering how bad he was during the season. Uh, and that's kind of it. Um, Patty Mills at 4'1 is actually a pretty good buy. Curious to see what happens with Corey Joseph and DeLon Wright. Uh, I think that Corey Joseph, who had a bad series. Besides that three-pointer that he hit late to kinda of ice it in one of the games in the early rounds. Uh, we'll see how how he fits. That was another one of their bread and butter lineups was going with Joseph and Lowry. Uh, against the Cavs, who They use that lineup a lot. So Shooting Guard, I mean Harden, I think Harden's kind of the must-play of the day. I don't care that he's 12-8, just like play James Harden. You're gonna probably have to punt if you're gonna play all these guys, so. Uh, I think J.R. Smith at three six is probably the guy I want to look at. Uh, if you need to go down to the mono, I'm cool there. Uh, Norm, I can't, I, like I said, Norm is 4.3 and Danny Green's cheaper. J.R. Smith's a lot cheaper. Mountain is a lot cheaper. I'd rather point those guys uh, as being Mr. Norm, uh, Kapow, Pow, pow uh, Catalina Wine Mixer style. I'm uh, not really a big Powell guy today. Uh, if if I do hear that he's starting I think I may be persuaded to play him, but I think that his ownership will probably exceed expectations just because he was so good and Tucker is Tucker's going to be big and th- again, that's why they traded for him he's 3-1, you have to find a punt if you're going to play all these expensive studs and he's he's probably my top punt um, he's not going to score a lot. You pretty much need him to get like seven or eight boards, which you could do. Maybe a steal. Maybe a dime. Hopefully hit a couple threes. Uh, I think PG Tucker is going to be a big, big part of this series. Better value than Carroll is, in my opinion. Because uh, we saw Watson. Pretty much everyone who's coached Tucker, Hornacek, Hornacek, excuse me, and all these guys, uh, they just live on Tucker on LeBron. So I expect that to be... This is a P.J. Tucker series, for sure. Uh, for power forward, I haven't talked about Kevin Love, actually. Kevin Love minutes would probably be up a little bit, uh, but he is 7'9". Uh, so if you have the money to go up there and you want to play high, maybe don't want to play... Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know how you... Don't play Kawhi or LeBron. Like, you're going to play Kawhi or LeBron. So you're going to play probably Lowry or Kyrie. So if you don't play... Kyrie and Lowry, and or Lowry, excuse me. You may be able to go up to go for Love, who should be good. He'll have a tougher matchup, and I think they're gonna, again they're going to go bigger. So, um, but Tucker can also guard Love, uh, and I think it's not out of not out of the question to go with DeRozan on Love. Love doesn't bash inside; he's pretty much strictly a floor spacer, which is crazy. I mean, this guy was really the elite guy for elbow touches back in his Timberwolves days. And now he's pretty much just a, uh, a three-point shooting. He's like a bigger version of JJ Redick and those guys a much better rebounder obviously. But, um, yeah. So, who else? I think that um, we didn't talk about really David Lee much. A 3-4, I don't know. Uh, I'm cool with him as a punt, but I'd probably not want to go that way um i'd probably rather just play ryan anderson at 4-4 not a lot to like there that position and center a lot of options uh you could go all the way down to deadman if you want to play some studs uh, i think deadman has to play in this series with how houston runs their offense you you think he'd have to be out there uh Nene is 5-2 it's pretty pricey uh, so, I mean, Nene and JV are pretty similar. You're going to be getting about 23 minutes out of each. Um, so, yeah, I don't really hate that plan to go with JV. Uh, I think he's kind of a better buy than Gasol. So, I think JV probably my boy uh, if you don't want to go down to Dedman, which you may have to do, and I'm cool with that, um, so you can get your studs in there. All right. So, good stuff. I expect both these series to be kind of long. Um, I mean, I, again, the Cavs, they, their starting lineup did not play well against the Pacers. The Pacers' starting lineup had a better, better rating, believe it or not. So, we'll see. Uh, if I want to go predictions, I'm, I'll I'll just say Spurs in 7. And, hey, I'll say Cavs in 7, too, man. I think these are both going to be great series. I'm really pumped for both of them. I think that, really, all th- three of the four... Rounds are going to be just super close, super tight, but the Warriors are the Warriors. I love the Jazz, Um, unless Rudy Gobert is just on his shizzle. uh, It's probably going to be a Warriors route. So, you guys take care. We'll catch you on Wednesday to preview those games, and enjoy the rest of your week.